Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip. I hope you're doing well. Hope everybody's staying warm. So today we're talking about I titled this one Stolen Glory. You know what stolen glory is? It's kinda like what I kept wanting to say stolen valor, but you know, it's not a military thing so much of our topic. But it's uh, stealing glory. You ever see anybody steal glory? Stolen glory? Take something that's not of the Lord's and claim it for themselves or something else. You ever seen that? I was sitting here thinking about things before I started podcasts and you know, the thing that come to my mind is, you ever see these pastors that have these revivals, either on TV or in person, and they're down there at the stage and hooping and hollering and jumping and slapping people on the head and they're falling out and praising God and and they're putting on a show, their theatrics. That's stolen glory. Because a lot of the times these guys also don't mind reaping the money that the people give them for their theatrics. But they're not giving glory to the Lord, are they? They're turning it into a sideshow. I know there's a church a while back that did a big, it's a big mega church. They did a big baptism of their people and they had them sliding down a sliding board into a pool and as they slid through the spray of water, they were baptizing them. Is that glorifying God or is that having a pool party at church? Hmm. Is there anything else you've done that you've stolen the glory from the Lord? Maybe you've not given Him the glory for things He's done for you. Maybe He's done things for you for you to use to glorify him in front of other people and you just blow him off and don't do it have you done that well we've all done that but but how are we to glorify the lord i mean if we're not glorifying the lord we're stealing the glory from him so how are we to glorify the lord well, in 1 Corinthians 10, 31, it says, Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God.
How about that? So, if you don't, say your prayers and thank God for bringing you through the night in the morning. When you wake up, you're stealing the glory from God. If you pray and say, Lord, I promise, you know, if you help me kick this habit, I'll never do it again. And you kick that habit, and you never tell anybody how the Lord helped you kick that habit, you've stolen the glory. Or how about, like he said, when Paul said, whether you eat or drink, if you don't say your blessing and thank God for the food that he's provided for you, you have stolen the glory from God. You've stolen from God. I mean, that's basically the gist of it. You are stealing from God. You know, King David was uh he was a smart guy, you know, he was a big guy. He was a man after God's own heart, and he did a lot of things in the Bible, you know. He, he was a murderer and adulterer and a and a, a shepherd and he killed a Goliath and I mean he did a lot of things for God, right? But he always gave God the glory. And there was a time, I'm not going to go into it great detail, I think I've talked about it before, but in chapter 24, he uh, he, went, he angered God by, by taking a census because he was worried about how many men he had instead of trusting God. And God brought a plague on the land. And so anyway, um, he finally asked for forgiveness and the Lord withdrew the plague and and so David was going to build an altar where the angel of the Lord stopped. And so it says in Second Samuel um, 24, we're starting in verse 18, he says, And Gad came that day to David and said to him, Go up, erect an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Aronah, the Jebusite. So David, according to the word of Gad, went up as the Lord commanded. Now Aronah looked and saw the king and his servants coming toward him. So Aronah went out and bowed before the king with his face to the ground. Then Aronah said, Why has my lord the king come to his servant? And David said, To buy the threshing floor from you, to build an altar to the Lord, that the plague may be withdrawn from the people. Now Aaron said to David, Let my lord the king take and offer up whatever seems good to him. Look, here are oxen for the burnt sacrifice and threshing implements and the yokes of the oxen for wood. All these, O king, Aaron has given to the king. And Aronah says to the king, May the Lord your God accept you. You see, now this guy was doing right by the king. He had no ulterior motive. He was supporting his king. He was trying to do what he could to help his king. He wasn't being greedy. Uh, he was just honoring the king. 
But the king said to Aaron, this is David, No, but I will surely buy it from you for a price. Nor will I offer burnt offerings to the Lord my God with that which costs me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for fifty shekels of silver. And David built there an altar to the Lord and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. So the Lord heeded the prayers for the land and the plague was withdrawn from Israel. So, 50 shekels of silver. I did a little research on it, and if I was right in what I was reading and how they explained it, 50 shekels were not coins because there was not coinage at that time, they say, but it was weights of silver, whatever, however they measured, I mean, however measured, uh, cut up pieces, strips, whatever of silver. But it was a weight of 50 shekels. And it says a shekel was equal to 1.25 pounds. Plus or minus 1.25 pounds. And if you multiply that times the price of silver today at the closing, which I looked up, it comes up to roughly four hundred and eighty-seven plus dollars that he gave him for the threshing floor and the land, based on today's values, which is not a lot. But I'm sure back then, fifty shekels was a lot of money. But here's the other thing that I thought about with this story. Go a little. Go a little further back. We just look at what we're talking about. The Lord heeded the prayers for the land, and the plague was withdrawn from Israel. We don't have this country. We don't have a religious spokesperson for our country anymore since Billy Graham died. Billy Graham was invited to the White House by several presidents several times and prayed a lot for our country. In this country right now, we're, we've got a plague going through the country. Uh, it's not so much COVID as it is the plague of greed and politics manipulating things uh, to make people think that they're worse off than they are. But we don't have anybody praying for us as a country like David prayed for his people. David prayed on behalf of the Israel nation. You know, David had the prophet Gad that came before him and, and but he didn't 
He didn't task Gad to do anything. It was David who arose the anger of the Lord. And David said to the Lord, I have sinned greatly in what I have done, but now I pray, O Lord, take away the iniquity of your servant, for I have done very foolishly. Do we have any leaders that do that? Do we have any leaders that stand up and are an example for our country? Do we have leaders that in everything that they do, whether they eat or drink, do they give glory to the Lord? Oh. There's one verse in here that it always strikes me when I read it. about David and God. And David says to Gad, he says, I am in great distress. Please let us fall into the hand of the Lord, for his mercies are great. But do not let me fall into the hand of man. You see, he was asked to make a choice of what kind of punishment they were to face. He didn't want to face the angel of death. He didn't want to face man or... He recognized the mercy... Of God. How many of us recognize the mercy of God? How many of us have that relationship? That we know the mercy of God. How many of us are stealing the glory of God for our own benefit? And we just fold God up like our insurance card and we Stick him in our wallet, our pocket, our purse. Sorry, God, I've got you in my back pocket. I'll call you when I need you. How many of us step on the glory of God? I ask that whenever you listen to this, be it tomorrow, whenever, just take five minutes 
of your day and think. Have you given God the glory that's due Him? Or are you stealing from God? It doesn't take much to say a prayer. You know, I I pray so much when I eat now. It's like if I eat a salad, I, I pray. And then when my meal comes, I forget. I pray again. Sometimes I even pray on dessert. It's just like it's second nature now that I should be praying. I should be praying more than I do. More than most people think we should. And the truth is I don't pray enough. I steal from God. I steal His glory. How many times do you get into bed and pull the covers up and snuggle up to your wife or your husband and say, dang, I forgot to pray. I got to crawl out, get my knees on the floor in the cold floor. Or do you just say, I'll do it later. This is Pastor Chip. I hope, I pray. I ask God to touch everybody's heart within the sound of my voice. I pray that everyone is safe and healthy. And that you give God the glory He's due. God bless and thanks for Thanks for listening.